Welcome everyone, we are about to begin, Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayashir, number 174. Marriage can either be the source of the greatest joy and greatest simcha and nachas, or the root of a lot of misery and a lot of pain and even tragedy. And the truth is, again, us, sometimes we blame circumstances and situations and it's true that sometimes situations some of them are more difficult than others and some people have it more difficult than others and some marriages intrinsically will have will take harder work to get to the point where they need to get all that is true but nevertheless and this is something that's hard for a person to face or to realize, or to accept the power that they have within them, that choice, that free will choice to work on themselves and to choose the correct attitudes and behaviors and the willingness to learn those skills that a lot of what marriage will be or can be is in their hands. One of the big yesidais, one of the big foundations, is not to cause pain, but rather to do your best to give pleasure and to be mashpia. It's a basic yesid, it's a basic concept in Tehillim. Sur meira va'asei toiv. What is David Amel telling us? He's telling us to keep away from evil and do good. That's what we need to do. And in marriage especially, we have that in mind as a goal and as a mission, and we work on it on a day-to-day basis. Our marriage will not only improve, it will become a very special relationship. When by words and deeds you're careful not to cause your husband or wife needless pain, Sometimes, again, we talked many times, there is a constructive criticism aspect. There's sometimes painful subjects that need to be addressed between one another. That is true. And we learn the skills how to cope with that and how to deal with those situations. But so much of the agmas nefesh, so much of the pain, so much divorces, so much misunderstandings come from needlessly inflicting pain on one another. And that could be avoided. And it's a tragedy when it's not avoided. And one needs to realize that with your husband and wife, to give them nachas, to give them pleasure, to make their life easier and enjoy more, more enjoyable is an unlimited capacity of chesed that you can do for them. And It is true, human nature dictates because we are stressed sometimes and because sometimes we have, um, you know, our anger and other situations, defense mechanisms. It is challenging to avoid causing pain to your husband or wife sometimes. Now, we're not talking about mean people or sadistic people or abusive people. Those people, it's a different category. They enjoy causing pain. And um, in those rare occasions, 
the advice is you have to leave that relationship. There's nothing to do about it. But most of us, thank God, are not like that. We have our challenges. We sometimes get angry or frustrated when our wishes and needs clash, when we have various different needs and wishes than our spouse does. That's a normal thing. That's a human thing. And those clashes often can bring to arguments, quarrels, hurt feelings on both sides. And over there is where the, the work is and our ability to improve things are. And marriage does give you that constant opportunity to develop that midah of chesed, to follow Avram Avinu's ways, and to be a gibar like Yitzchak, meaning to hold yourself back from unhealthy behaviors and utilizing your sensitivity, your Rachmanis from Yaakov Avinu, the Midah of Emes and Rachmanis, not to cause your spouse pain. And you need to believe in yourself in a healthy way and you need to believe in your spouse in a healthy way and you need to believe that all of us have those resources to make those changes. Sometimes we need new information, sometimes we need knowledge, sometimes we need guidance. And in marriage, certainly there's no exception to that. We do need information, knowledge, guidance, skills, which can be learned, the five love languages that we spoke about, the basic needs of husbands and wives that we spoke about, all these tools. And working on these tools work And when you have that mindset of increasing the pleasure of your husband or wife rather than inflicting pain, and that's your your side, and that is your concept and your mission in life, is to minimize absolutely, not to cause tsar for your husband or wife. That is a tremendous key in making marriage a wonderful relationship. Sometimes it's hard, people smile naturally, and some people have a serious demeanor or a sad demeanor or an angry demeanor. And for those people, they need to work very hard in trying to create, even externally, and through the mirror practice this, to try to smile more, to listen to what Beishamai said, have a makabal as kaladam besever panamiyafais, to greet every human being with a pleasant face, a happy face, and certainly your own wife, certainly your own husband. So that tendency of many people, because it's habit to have that sour face or angry face, they need to try to change that. And sometimes that external change affects an inner change. Also, you smile more. You have a more pleasant demeanor externally, you get to feel that internally as well. And very often, the pain you cause your spouse, sometimes it's by saying the wrong thing, but sometimes it's by having that negative look in your face, that look of annoyance, that look of irritability. And if you work on that, and you try to change your demeanor, and try to be as pleasant as possible, And again, we'll talk and we have talked about when 
things that are frustrating, how to go about communicating it with one another to work it out. But in general, the, the tachlis is to give your husband and wife pleasure and think about things that will give them nachas ruach. Because that's what the Shechina wants too. You give nachas ruach to your husband or to your wife, you're giving nachas ruach to the Shechina. And sometimes you need to ask your wife or your husband, what can I do for you? What, what are things you like? What do you appreciate? And the spouse that hears these questions should not say, ah, you should know this on your own, or don't ask me. After all this time we're married, now you're asking me. Or if, you ha- if I have to tell you, that means uh, you don't get me. Not true. All this is not true. When you respond that way, you're basically shutting the other person down. And no, they don't know. And it could be that you're married many years, but the communication skills were never adapted. And once you apply them, it works. So no matter how long you're married, don't think, oh, they should have known this by now, or if they don't get me now, they'll never get me, and things like that. No, you communicate it. I appreciate these things. I like these things. I'd appreciate it. And the other spouse listens and starts doing those things. Even after many years of marriage, it transforms the marriage. Roselik Pliskin brings down from the Urchas HaTzadikim. Incidentally, there are two beautiful svarim recommended that are written in very um, um, easy Lashen Kaidesh. One of them is the Sefer Urchas Tzadikim that talks about Midas, and the other one is called Malas Amidas. They have similar styles, very clear Lashen Kaidesh, and very clear um, easy to read, easy to understand. Urchais Tzadikim and Malas Amidais. And those two Svarim talk about, go through various Midais and how to perfect it and how to work on it. So anyway, the Urchais Tzadikim writes that when it comes to working on our character, there are two potential problems. Number one is lack of knowledge. We don't know what to do. Number two is when we do know what to do, but we lack the motivation to follow through. For example, he gives an example. You may want to look for a certain person named Ruvain, but you won't find him because you don't know what he looks like. But then there's another possibility. You know what he looks like, but you're not motivated enough to find him. And either way, you won't find him. The same thing over here. The first step is to know what to do, what to say, what to avoid doing, and what to avoid saying. saying. And the shiurim, all the shiurim over here, taken from so many sources, and it's not just here, there are many shalom bayish shiurim that you could listen to and get these tools to know what to do. Baruch Hashem, these days there's no lack of knowledge of that. And you work on those things to understand what you need to do and what you need to say and what you avoid doing, what you avoid saying, to know the five love languages, as an example, other things. So that's number one. And then after that, it's to be motivated, to put that into action, which means your goal in life is to give nachas ruach, to give pleasure to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to the Shechina, and by giving pleasure to your own husband and your own wife, 
you're giving pleasure to the Shechina. That's the way you look at it. That person next to you may seem like a regular, ordinary human being that eats and drinks and goes to the bathroom and sweats and, and uh, all these bodily functions and seems just very ordinary and sometimes very unromantic, but it makes no difference. You realize what they are. A chilek elikami mal mamash. A godly spark from above that's given to you to take care of and to watch over and to protect. And these shiurim and others give ideas about how to give your husband and wife pleasure rather than pain. And that should be the goal. And it's up to you to implement these ideas and to bring that shalom into your home. If you're spending money on your own home to paint it, to put in a new kitchen, to scrape the floors, to put up beautiful pictures, to have beautiful leichters for Shabbos, Lekavit Shabbos, and all these things, nice furniture, a nice bedroom set, a nice emoir, a nice buffet. Realize that spending money, time, and effort on a harmonious marriage is more valuable than all paint jobs, all expensive furnitures, all landscapings, all types of enhancements, physical enhancements you do for the home. Peace in the home is what makes it beautiful. Even if there's cracked paint, and even if the furniture is old, while lack of peace and lack of harmony results in negative energy in the home, no matter how fancy your house looks, and no, how, no matter how beautiful and clean, sparkling clean your house may be. Now, I'm, a, I'm not advocating messy houses. It's, it's a nice thing and a good thing to make your house as neat and as nice as possible. But you need to understand the priorities here. And you work on learning what your husband and wife likes and what they dislike, and do your best to practice giving to your spouse what they like and decrease or eliminating doing things or saying things that your spouse dislikes. And we'll go through these uh, aspects, but one thing again I want to reiterate, and that yes, there are situations in life that come up that are tense, that are stressful, that are really, really stressful. You know, a situation with a child, a situation in the marriage, a bump in the road, that has to be addressed. And we talked about ways of going about it, or asking an objective outside party, or using your skills of listening and speaking in order to resolve those conflicts. That is true. But what we're saying over here is, which is equally true, is that so much, a large percentage of marriage problems stem from things that are, are easier to handle, things that are not controversial, things that are not inherently stressful. It's just that you don't have that habit of talking nicely and responding nicely. But if you start working on that, and your goal is to give chesed and nachas ruach to your spouse, and that's your main goal and your mindset, your marriage can be transformed into an unbelievable, special relationship. Have a wonderful day.